of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I ask of the Lord, that will I seek after, to live in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Now my head is lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. This, uh, these are words of David. Yes, uh, last week we uh, reflected on uh, David, King David. Uh, I said King David was like the engine of Israel. They could never forget uh, King David. And today I like to talk about uh, fear. In the wake of all the uh, things happening and violence and hatred and bigotry, uh, all around us, there are so many people who are trembling uh, with fear. And uh, fear is uh, something that uh, we all have uh, in our minds. And I like to uh, talk about fear. Fear is probably one of the most powerful uh, emotions that affect us. Uh, to live a fulfilling life, uh, we have to learn to overcome our fear. As long as we have fear, we cannot live life with confidence. Uh, fear itself is not bad. Uh, without fear, we'll not be able to feel the danger that is imminent around us. Fear alerts us and makes us ready to deal with the danger. In Barcelona, Mr. Gray, a Canadian, uh, he was right there when this uh, attack happened and uh, with his family, uh, two, three children, uh, well, they're little older uh, children. Uh, as soon as they saw something going on, they ran into uh, a hotel, uh, any hotel. And then he, uh, they stayed there for five hours without really knowing uh, what was going on. And then Mr. Gray, uh, he said, what was the most scary, uh, scariest thing in the hotel was that they didn't know what was going on. Uh, they didn't know there was one truck. Uh, uh, they might have uh, thought that uh, the group of uh, terrorists come in with uh, guns and machine guns, and they were able to hear some gunshots uh, too. So uh, they thought, what if they come into the hotel? What if they're uh, right here in the hotel? They were so scared that for five hours, they just stayed uh, in that hotel. That is a street uh, Gray uh, will propose to uh, Grace. We were just there uh, a few years ago, and uh, that happened. 
Fear is a natural reaction of people who face danger. But there's also fear that paralyzes us, not preparing us to fight against the danger or preparing for the danger, but there is a fear that takes away all our uh, energy and any uh, desire. It just makes us feel totally helpless. It paralyzes us. We cannot do anything once we are captured by uh, this fear. We freeze uh, with this fear. You know, usually a fear comes from seeing the real danger that is imminent around you, but this kind of fear has nothing to do with real danger that is imminent to you, but it is, they are just thinking about the possibility of a danger. For example, if you had a painful memory of failure, you will have fear of failure. You cannot do anything because you have this fear of failure. Uh, Chanju, who is our conductor uh, for KSM Choir, he's going to Austria to study. And yesterday, he did wonderful performance. Uh, it's just beautiful music that he uh, powerfully played. And he changed so much. And uh, we enjoyed it so much. But I'm sure he went through many, many hours of fear of failure. What if I cannot master this? But he did not give up. He kept on practicing and playing, and ultimately he was able to perform uh, the beautiful piece. Like we all have, uh, sometimes uh, we have kind of unnecessary fear, you may say. If you had a big car accident, you will have a fear of driving. If you were hurt by people, you will have a fear of people or relationship. Uh, some uh, kids uh, are bitten by uh, dogs, and even uh, when they're grown up, they're scared of dogs. We have learned this fear through painful life experiences. And this kind of fear is not always helpful. It takes away energy and confidence from us. It hinders us from living with confidence. It creates neurotic anxiety. So living with this kind of fear is not fun. Living with this kind of fear makes us very passive. You know what fear does? Fear affects the way we see things. Fear makes us see problems bigger than they are. We should see problems as they are. Then we, we should be able to see the solution. But when you see the problems much bigger than it is, then you will know. You will freeze. You will know any solution to the problems. We talked about uh, Goliath and uh, David. The Israelites, they saw Goliath much, much bigger than he was. So they thought, we have no solution there. We are so scared of Goliath. But David saw Goliath as Goliath was. So he could see 
the Goliath was strong, but at the same time, David was able to see his weaknesses too. And he attacked those weaknesses. That's how he overcame Goliath. Many times we fall into the problems because we see them much bigger than they are. We need to learn to see things as they are. Then we'll get better insights about our problems. Don't blow it up. When you have problems, don't blow them up. See them as they are. And then you'll be able to see the solution. We, will, we fail not because of our problems, but often because of our fear about problems. If you don't have fear, you'll be able to overcome uh, those problems, but because of fear of your problems, sometimes we fail. David experiences, experienced many crises in his life. He could have been totally crushed by fear. You know, when problems come right uh, before you, you can handle that because you have adrenaline. Uh, coming up. So you can handle the problems. But once you get home, once you go home, you sit down by yourself, all of a sudden, all this fearful thinking and uh, emotion uh, overwhelm you, and then you lose there. So David probably, when he, when he was alone, these kind of fear, all kinds of fear, probably attacked him too. But somehow, David knew, David knew how to deal with his fear. I think that's very important, knowing how to deal with fear, because you all live with fear, but how do you deal with fear? And this is David's secret. David said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He had confidence in God. Every time a fearful situation arises, arose, he didn't focus on his fear, but he focused on God. That is a secret of overcoming our fear. When fear attacks us and conquers us, we have to find the area in you that is not affected and occupied by fear. So when fear attacks you, you have to think about the area that is not conquered and occupied by fear. I call that spiritual territory. We all have spiritual territory that is not occupied and conquered by fear. That is the area we need to hold on to. The part of you that looks to God, when you have that spiritual territory, that is not totally paralyzed by fear, that will save you from fear. 
David paid attention to that spiritual territory, that part of consciousness he held on to. When everything looks hopeless, that part of consciousness sees hope. When everything looks impossible, that part of consciousness sees possibility. And that part of consciousness, consciousness made David confess in this way. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. After the terrorist attack in Barcelona, people said this. We will not fear. In other words, they paid attention to the spiritual territory. That part of consciousness which is not occupied and conquered by fear. The very next day, neo-Nazis came out to, to make demonstrations, to say that immigrant, uh, Im Im uh, immigration is not good and Muslims uh, uh, have to be... They, they came out to uh, uh, proclaim that. The right there, thousands of people in Barcelona came out that we, we will not let our city conquered by fear, will not let our city conquered by racism, and we will not let our city totally paralyzed by fear. That is courageous spirit. That is a spiritual territory. They paid attention to that. They held on to that. Evil is not to be feared. Injustice is not to be feared. Hatred, bigotry, and racism, violence are not to be feared. God created us so that we can fight against those things. We are not supposed to be fear, supposed to have fear over those things. That spiritual territory has to come alive. What is the best way to expand that spiritual territory? I believe that it is love. Love expands that spiritual territory. Love, love gives you courage. When you have love, you have courage. Not when you have power. Only when you have love, you have courage. Love casts out fear. This is what John said in 1 John. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. Love is 
what expands the spiritual territory. I hope that your, your love for God may expand that spiritual territory within you. This is what David said. One thing I ask of the Lord that will I seek after to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. He was surrounded by enemies, but he was talking about love for the Lord. He had love for God. That love for God gave him the courage. Love for justice gives you the courage. Love for truth gives you the courage. Love for life gives you the courage. Be courageous. Don't fear. Fear and love are like darkness and light. When the light comes, darkness cannot stay. When love comes, fear cannot stay. When love works within us, fear slowly disappears from us. You can never be separated from God's love. In other words, you can always overcome your fear. This is what St. Paul uh, discovered about love. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing in the world can separate us from the love of God. Let us not fear the injustice. Let us not fear the hatred, bigotry, and violence. Let us not fear anything that tries to destroy human goodness. Joshua mentioned God is good and goodness will cherish the goodness of God and also will cherish human goodness. Will stand up against anything that tries to destroy the human spirit. Good spirit. These days I'm really sad. God gave the United States so much power so much resources, so many talented people, they're supposed to exercise good leadership to build this global community better than it is. I see so much division. America first, that's not Christian slogan. Christian slogan is others first. That's Christian slogan. That's anti-Christian message. 
this is time we need to stand up with courage. I'm glad that there are demonstrations everywhere in the cities, big cities, Boston, Britain, and everywhere. This is time we, for us Christians to stand up for what we believe. Have courage. Live out what Jesus commanded you to do. Don't be silent. Speak up against the evil. Any kind of prejudice. This is time for us to embrace each other, love each other, accept each other. This world, this globe is to be shared, not to be conquered. Let us sing together.